All right, this is the almost world-famous original music jam podcast. All right, here we go. Jim, what do you got there? What are you playing with? Hey, Carrie. Well, it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. You have to have your sleigh bells all set to go this time of year. I keep a bucket of the children's toys in the back of my studio, and this time of year, you got to pull out your sleigh bells. I have to make sure I can find them quick. Look at you getting all prepared and being ahead of the game. Yeah, that's not really like me, is it? No. (laughs) I tend to just want to wing everything. I revel in the spontaneity of creating something new, and I feel it's easier to create something nobody's ever heard. At least that's the excuse I'm going to use. All right, way to get all philosophical on us. So this is kind of weird. This is our first podcast. It's not supposed to be the first one. Nobody knows who we are, what we're doing, what's going on here. Well, it just sort of timed out that way. People will have to tune in the beginning of next year when we start the podcast for real to find out what this is all about. Besides, the idea of starting like this with a Christmas episode to tease the podcast came down from the marketing department. Marketing department? (laughs) We have a marketing department? I thought this thing was just us and the other musicians. Yeah, Martin, of course we have a marketing department. We do have a marketing department, don't we, Jim? I mean, how else are we going to reach the millions of people we need to reach? Uh, yeah, of course we have a marketing department. (laughs) We have a marketing department. Christmas is Santa. We have a marketing department. Sometimes you just have to believe. And then it exists. Okay, why am I not surprised? Why is this not different than anything else around here? So it looks like you revel in Christmas and the holiday season. Why, yes, yes, I gotta admit it, for a lot of reasons. Besides the religious and family things that I look forward to, Christmas and the holidays are really gold for me, and any composer musician for that matter, in a lot of ways. Christmas cookies and confections are the best. (laughs) A New Year's Eve always gives us a good excuse to imbibe on the finest imbibables, potions, drafts, and beverages that mankind has to offer. Yeah, there's always that. But for me, there is way more. Starts with Black Friday sales. Those things start coming in earlier and earlier every year. You're telling me. Yeah, if there's a piece of gear I want or software update I need to purchase, I try to hold out until Christmas and Black Friday deals so I can save myself tons of money. And that's kind of the best way for me to pick up those pesky little things that you want, but you maybe not need so much. And my wife always gets a little worried when I'm browsing through Sweetwater Sound this time of year. But, you know, she always eats the candy that they put in the boxes. (laughs) But, you know, we all have things we want for work. Why, yes, we do. I think those things can actually help us work a little more efficiently in the long run. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm always looking for a new guitar or something to make it look or sound better. Yeah, you know, and software companies, at least in the music business, tend to release updates this time of year. I always look forward to that. I feel like, you know, opening a Christmas present every time I get an update on a piece of software that I use a lot. Yeah, sometimes those can be painful. Yeah. Some app inside your program that you really like, yes. use a lot pretty much become dependent on might not work correctly i i really try not to update in the middle of a project yeah me too i never do it right away i always wait for a few weeks if not months before updating it gets a chance to get all the wrinkles out of it and i hate being a beta tester for a software company and paying for the privilege yeah one thing that's really nice is some of my software can have two versions on the computer or more even. So I have the old version that I keep my projects going with and the new version that I can play around with and learn. It amazes me how much computers revolutionize my workflow and how it always keeps getting better. 
You might be shocked to know this, but pencil, manuscript paper, and cassette tape recorders were pretty much the only technology available to me and other composers when I first started in the business. Nope, doesn't surprise me at all. I know how old you are. Did you have one of those multi-track cassette decks? No, I didn't. Some of my friends did. If you could live with the tape hiss, I heard some pretty amazing recordings. I hate to throw a monkey wrench into this jibber-jabber, but do either of you guys actually have an original song to get to? This is the almost world-famous original music jam. Where's the original music? Yes, which brings us back to why I like the Christmas holiday season so much. In my career, I usually spend all year writing music for clients, either a commercial or a TV show where the material tells me when to start, when to stop, what type of music, etc., etc. So many years ago, I started taking a day or two off around Christmas time to write some Christmas songs or arrange some public domain tunes. And I had my kids sing on some, something they dread till this day. Yeah, the classic, oh, dad, making us do something, rolling your eyes thing. I get that too. Yeah, yeah. So I started making CDs of these and giving them out to friends and family at Christmas, which always caused problems because I only had the capability of burning a few at a time. Printing labels and creating CDs was so slow at the time. Yeah, and I always had an aunt, an uncle, or a friend who didn't get one, and they gave me a hard time. Yikes. Uh, did you go with the in-laws first? They, they're the ones that can really cause the most grief. Man, you know, I wish you were around to point that out years ago. Could have saved me a lot of awkward <laughs> moments. Anyways, I started making those Christmas tunes available to TV shows. The Young and the Restless was using one of my jazz trio's Christmas songs for a while. I never saw or heard it on the show, but what I did see was the royalty check. So now you're getting to the real reason you like the holidays. You betcha. So I guess what you're saying is that every good little boy and girl should stockpile Christmas songs. Yeah, and every holiday all year round. You know, starting Christmas songs in July is not a bad idea. But if you have to wait till Christmas to get in the mood, a really cool thing about this universe we live in is Christmas comes right back around every year. So there you go. Okay, so who has got the song to do here? We've got a studio full of musicians giving me the Grinch look. You know, the old evil eye. Okay, Carrie, you ready to sing? I've got one that I wrote for a bar band type of thing. Something Michael Buble might sing if I did a big band arrangement of it. Okay, I'm not Michael Buble type of singer, but here goes. Hey, Will, you want to start us? There you go. It's Christmas time Holly green and mistletoe It's Christmas time Presents wrapped with a bow Santa Claus is coming around Listen close, you can hear that sound All around the world It's Christmas time It's Christmas time Better deck them halls It's Christmas time Decorate them walls Everyone is homeward bound Listen close, you can hear that sound All around the world It's Christmas time Listen now, you better be good Say the things, the things you should Friends and family, hold them close Keep in mind what matters the most
orchestra there. Where'd you get that? You didn't really bring in an orchestra, did you? Well, it is Christmas, and it's fun to go big once in a while. Actually, the string samples for this track, I think you can get free at Spitfire Audio. I like Spitfire Audio's orchestra sounds, and you can get a lot of good freebies there. You think it's big now? Just wait. Stand back. We don't know how big this thing gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen now, you better be good. Say the things, the things you should. Friends and family, hold them close. Well, keep in mind what matters the most. It's Christmas time. Green and mistletoe. It's Christmas time. Rabbits with a bow. Santa Claus is coming around. Listen close, you can hear that sound. All around the world, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Christmas time All around the world It's Christmas time Okay, there you yeah. go. So I told you you needed sleigh bells. Yeah, yes you did. So I tried to arrange It's Christmas time for elementary school choir, but I ended up rewriting most of it. And this revised version is kids wishing each other Merry Christmas, which is which is kind of cool. Why did you feel you needed to rewrite it for school kids? Well, honestly, that's a good question. You know, I think I feel I needed to rewrite it for school kids because, you know, I sat through so many concerts with my kids. And as a composer, I just couldn't help not wanting to do it. You and I should try doing some songs for kids. Yeah, I'm up for it. I always felt that in my composing world, which is not academic at all, I was always under pressure to write scores that could be played quickly, writing things that someone could make sound good easily. And that kind of plays into writing for beginners. I feel I have some techniques teachers and students could benefit from. So how does one go about obtaining this version? Yeah, I mean, it's not like other stuff we do that people can hear on streaming platforms or hear on TV or whatever. Well, school teachers know. They just go to J.W. Pepper, and you can find my compositions under Jim Gaynor Music. Is that G-A-Y-N-O-R? Just kidding. You say that every time you say your name. Yeah, another directive straight from the marketing department. I'm just following the rules. Sure you are. Yeah, you know, the only way to survive in the music business is you just got to bend the rules once in a while. So speaking of breaking rules, I have also written a Hanukkah song called This Light Will Last with the help of my daughter. And hey, Ramadan. So you're not Jewish or Islamic. Explain that. Well, I thought about it, and I was reading in an interview by a Jewish composer who had written quite a few Christmas songs and said, Music is music, and as a composer, you should write about anything and everything. A different perspective can create insight that might not be visible to others. And personally, I like music to be welcoming to all, so maybe my three songs can be performed together and expose an audience to a different culture, a learning experience. So Mr. Bill Riddle, former high school band and music director and our resident studio percussionist, what do you think of my idea? Yeah, that's a good question because it can be challenging to pick, as we call, seasonal or holiday music. 
Yeah, so it's easy and fun when you're in a band that plays out. Uh, you can pick from a ton of songs or just turn a traditional song into the style your band plays. So how do you pick or how did you pick songs for school performances, especially Christmas concerts? Uh, I would say in my career, I always tried to think of a couple of things first with any program. And those things would be what is the musical objective and the teachable moments that I can see a particular piece of music offering. Do I have a concept that I've been working on previously to that, um, you know, that, that I can scaffold that, those ideas into another piece? Hey, so um, would you ever pick songs based on religion? I rarely would pick um, holiday music based on particular faiths. Generally, particularly around the uh, Christmas holidays, I would try to find music that satisfied, as I said a minute ago, musical goals. Or what I often based a lot of my decisions on, but picking any music, is does it, do I really dig the music? Do I, am I really into it? And um, if, it, if it satisfies that for me, then I need to look at that in conjunction with other music that I might be picking. See that, Jim? You just got to produce songs that people really like, no matter what. Simple as that. Yeah, simple as that. <laughs> Speaking of cultural divides, one thing that has always intrigued me was bridging the gap between students that learn and play instruments outside the school system, like guitars, bass, and drums, and students that play in the orchestra, band, and choir. Carrie, did you fall into that category where you learn to play guitar and sing all by yourself? Well, for the most part, but I have to admit, when I was about 12 or 13 years old, I told my parents I wanted to learn how to play guitar, and they went out, got me a guitar, and actually got me a guitar teacher. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, except I found out that this was a classical guitar and a classical guitar teacher that they had set me up with. So uh -oh. nylon string <laughs> uh -oh. instrument, a whole different technique, you know. Um, yeah. They even grow their fingernails out long so that they can mm. pick the traditional style of picking. And it did make me a great Natural. finger picker, but, uh, you know, it wasn't what I was hoping for to be able to go back and tell all the ladies in school that I was playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. Then they looked at my fingers and thought, wow, he's an oddball. Just your fingers? So they got me guitar lessons for three months, and, you know, I felt bad. I had to go through the whole thing. But then I quit and just picked up guitar, bought my own electric guitar, and learned how to play by myself, by ear, and, uh, you know, played in tons of bands. and Head off on the road to rock the world. Right, rock the world, baby. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, so did you ever sing in a choir, Carrie? No. You never were in a choir, huh? Never, did, did no. You, did you sing in church? No, I didn't sing in church. Did uh -oh. you ever go to church? No, I never went to church. <laughs> your, your kids are Catholic now, right? Yeah, now. well, now, you know, I met a girl, fell in love. She's a Catholic, so we go to church now. But, you know, as a youth, uh, I didn't spend a lot of time in a choir. Yeah, because churches are a good place to learn how to yeah, play and sing, too. Yeah, no doubt. But anyway, so, yeah, you have a on one side a group of kids who learn how to play by reading music, and then you have a group of kids that listens and learns by copying what they hear and teach themselves. I think they both could benefit from each other. And orchestra, band, and choir kids get to perform concerts in front of friends and family. And the other group plays in garages and maybe bars, restaurants, and weddings and such things when they get older. But why not have a place where the two merge in schools? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great idea. Uh, that also might cause a riot, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think Martin falls into that group, don't you, Martin? <laughs> what? Cause a riot? Moi? Surely you're not insinuating that I hung with an unsavory crowd that would partake in such things. No, never. Why, whatever gave you that idea? <laughs> My flabber has never been so ghasted. <laughs> I never did play in, uh, play in uh, 
orchestra or choir at school. We had a pretty poor music program. So the teacher really hated my guts. He loved my sister because she was smart and studious. Of course. And he hated my older brother because he was kind of rude and obnoxious. And then there was me and I was the prankster. (laughs) And he hated me too. So I never got a look in at music. And I also wonder if some of the kids doing the garage band thing might be more interested in school if they participated more and interacted musically with the other student musicians. Okay, so here's a challenge for you. Create a track that bridges the gap. Hmm, funny thing you should mention that. I just happen to have created a Christmas medley for rock, guitar, and string orchestra. Wow. Well, string (laughs) orchestra and percussion. If you have a rock guitar, you just gotta have drums too. (laughs) Imagine that, just in time for Christmas podcast and all. Wonder how that happened. Yeah. Uh, now let's see. If we only had someone who could play guitar hero type thing, someone who played lead guitar in something like the game Halo, someone like Harry Mira. Oh, you mean Harry? Harry Mira. His last name starts with an H, but it's silent. <laughs> Harry. That Harry Mira. Yeah, that Harry. Oh wait. When you know it, we have Harry right here. Hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing how that happened. So I did this medley arrangement with the idea that most guitar players don't read music, but the melodies here are very well known. So I'm hoping guitarists will pick up most of this by ear with a minimal amount of work. The problem here is Harry is a seasoned studio mm, musician yeah. who reads music really well. I gave him a sketchy lead sheet, and uh, I don't think he's going to struggle with this at all. (laughs) Doubtful. Very doubtful. Yeah, so another issue I'll point out, I really love the idea of the orchestra doing a pedal point where they play one note over and over again, and the guitar plays a melody out of time and starts and stops by letting the melody breathe. But that ain't possible with an orchestra (laughs) sitting and wondering when to come in. So uh, I mapped out the melody to simulate that and used tubular bell chimes in the background, giving everybody a sonic cue when the guitar should come back in. Ah, I see. So in the end, the guitarist is going to be like Pavlov's dog. Yeah. And every time they hear the bell, they're just going to start playing. Yeah, or run to Taco Bell. Who knows? (laughs) Okay, cue the orchestra.
So there you go. You got to give a guitar player a chance to go wild at some point. Yep, there you go. So I did throw that solo in at the end just for that reason. And hey, I got to thank Harry for doing the song for us and doing the medley for us. But Harry, hey, how did you learn how to uh, read music? Oh, that was when I first I started it out when I was seven years old. That first, that's all you did when you went to your teacher. One, one was the beginning one was at a music store. They had Alfred's basic book one. You have to play all <laughs> your notes out. first. Hey, so it sounds like you started out just like Gary did. <laughs> yeah, I got to do a band version of this. I got to see if I can get an orchestra or a band teacher to do this medley. Uh, and so we'll check back next year in next year's Christmas podcast and report back. See if that happens. <laughs> That's a long time for a homework assignment, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better come up with a name for this opus, Jim, so we know what the heck it's called. Okay, yeah. How about Christmas Midley for orchestra and rock guitar? Wow, that's original. But I guess it gets to the point. Okay, well, there you go. Christmas Medley for Orchestra and Rock Guitar. Available soon. <laughs> so, hey, Harry, do you got anything else going on? Yes. I'm going to start a new instructional videos on, on YouTube. Oh, nice. Probably at the, the top of the year, if not after the, the, the beginning of the new year starts. And cool. It's going to be called One Minute String Clinic. Well, that sounds cool. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to be sharing licks with everybody in a minute's time, so it's Sweet. quick and fast and over with, and you can learn it and move on. Very cool. And I don't play guitar, but I think I'm going to be tuning in and just to steal some licks off. Oh, of I there. do play guitar, and I'm definitely tuning in. But I've been stealing licks from Harry for years. <laughs> so, Carrie, when I was working on that crazy arrangement, you showed me a Christmas song you were writing. Do you want to do it? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's ready for prime time. Yeah. I, hey, I saw and heard what you had. It was great. I say let's just do it and see what we got. After all, this is a jam. Go ahead and start it. <laughs> all right. These have all changed. Temperatures dropping. Spirits are rising. Time to go shopping. My favorite season started to blossom. Christmas is almost here. Sleigh bells will ring and choirs will be singing. Santa Claus coming to town. Oh, one thing I fear, Christmas is almost here. Cause the family you see once a year can get under your skin when they're near. You smile and you hug them, hello. Pretty soon you're wishing they'd go Well, I finished the eggnog Put on my sweater I try to be nice But now this seems better My nerves are all frazzled Cause I know what's coming Christmas is almost here Oh, Santa, please grant me One wish from you Giving car trouble or maybe the flu I'm losing my cool Christmas is almost here Okay, you had me going there for a while. I thought you were being serious. Come on, me? Besides, what makes you think I'm not being serious? You mind if I jump in on the harmonica melodica thing here? Uh, be my guest. Just don't step on my vocals. The 
the family you see once a year They just argue and drink all your beer For a second you think this is swell Then you realize it's all gone to hell Well, I wrapped up the presents, I trimmed up the tree Attention's arising again to me I can't stick around this family breakdown Christmas is almost here Oh, Santa, please grant me one wish for God's sake Give him a flood or maybe an earthquake I'm losing my mind, Christmas is almost here All out of time, cause Christmas is almost here So that was fun. It was cool and completely different. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Nice job. Like I said earlier, you had me going there for a while. I thought you were being serious. I couldn't tell if you sounded like Dr. John or Louis Armstrong. I was like, why is he singing like that? We got to try to make this into a Christmas classic. We got to get this in a TV or a film or something somehow. Somewhere. Yeah. Well, well, whatever. I'm just going to write another one next year. Now that's my type of Christmas carol. <laughs> hey, so we got to go. It's Christmas and the holiday season. We all have to scuttle home to be with our families. I'll see you guys next year when the podcast starts for real. Happy Christmas and happy holidays, everyone. Happy New Year. We were just getting warmed up. I really liked Carrie's Christmas song. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Later, Canner. I found these sleigh bells.